ever want to record your own podcast? We're looking no further than Anchor. Not only do they have the creation tools which allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, but Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything that you need to make a podcast in one place. Anchor app. Go download it. Start today. What is up, everybody? And welcome to another installment of the Post Bay Podcast. And a pretty big trade that's happening in the NBA. A four-team trade to be exact. So I will be talking about that in today's episode, as well as a couple of things that I've heard around the rumor mill. So stay tuned. And we are back again with your host Justin Bro, of course. Now like I mentioned before, a big trade has happened in the NBA as the Atlanta Hawks, the Houston Rockets, the Minnesota Temples, and the Denver Nuggets decided that they wanted to make a late night trade. Now, I'm recording this episode um, at 12.50 a.m. in the morning. This trade happened around uh, 11.30-ish on the 4th. So if you happen to catch this episode as I upload it tonight, no, I appreciate that. But most of you will probably be catching it in the morning time. But nevertheless, Capella is going to the Atlanta Hawks. Now, with the Rockets, they are receiving Robert Covington, Jordan Bell, and a second-round pick. The Minnesota Timberwolves are receiving Atlanta's first-round pick, Malik Beasley and Evan Turner. And the Nuggets are getting Gerald Green along with Houston's first-round pick. Now, this trade didn't come out of nowhere. Uh, a lot of these players have been involved in the rumor mill for a couple of weeks now. Uh, Capella was eventually going to be outed <laughs> from the Rockets as they've been holding him out with a quote-unquote injury. But I will say this, uh, the Rockets have been playing small ball uh, since Capella's quote-unquote injury, and it's sort of been working for him. They've been getting killed on the boards, but with all that added spacing for Russell Westbrook and James Harden to work, it's kind of been benefiting them. Now, I'm not sure how it's going to work in the playoffs, uh, especially with teams out in the West. I mean, you have to deal with those monsters in L.A., as well as Jokic. I don't think P.J. Tucker is going to be able to hold them, so be on the lookout for the, the Rockets to add another big man to help out because... Yeah, this might work during the regular season, but you're going to need a big man for the playoffs. I didn't even mention Steven Adams uh, with the Thunder or Porzingis with the Mavericks. I mean, look at every team that's slated to make the playoffs in the West. You are going to need a big man for them boys. Now, we mentioned Capella. He's going to the Atlanta Hawks. I love this trade for the Hawks. The Hawks have a really nice uh, growing nucleus over there with Trey Young, Kevin Herter, uh, Cam Reddish. Um, I'm blanking on the other guy that they just got in this year's draft. And now you add Capella? Like, come on, man. Capella is a 
really good starting center in the NBA. He's going to be able to run pick and rolls with Trey Young. Uh, defensively, as we all know, he's there. He was uh, a big piece for the Rockets in terms of defense as he was the defensive anchor for them. Now, I know that the Hawks in the perfect world wanted for John Collins to be uh, that small ball center, but uh, let's face it, the sample size is there. He just can't handle uh, big men playing the five, so he's going to be playing a lot of the four. Uh, Cam Reddish is slated at the three, but expect him to play a lot of small ball four when they do downsize and Capella's on the bench resting with John Collins at the five. Kevin Hurd is a nice shooter. Trey Young, I mean, what more can I say about that? The next Stephen Curry, question mark. <laughs> Let me not get too too ahead of myself with that one. But Trey Young is a really, really good player. Um, just thinking back to that trade that they made with the Dallas Mavericks. Yeah, Doncic is a way better player than Trey Young, but Trey Young is a good player in his own right. And the Hawks' future is looking very, very bright after this trade. Not to mention, they're not a good team right now. So if they're able to, you know, luck up and get a top three pick to get a LaMelo ball, or I don't think they would take James Wiseman. Not they have Capella, but it's something to think about. Why not, you know, take James Wiseman and maybe ship off Capella? Because Capella is a piece that many teams would want a nice young defensive big knows his role uh doesn't cause much uh locker room problems so expect to hear about the hawks from um the beginning of next year and for many years afterwards uh the timberwolves the timberwolves gave up Rocco and bell and like I mentioned before, they're getting Atlanta's first round pick. Now, I'm not sure if that's for this year, next year, the year after, or the protections on it. All that stuff is still being worked out. But they're also receiving Malik Beasley and Evan Turner. Evan Turner, I'm not that crazy about. Um, he's a big point guard who happens to play a three-point forward. He can't shoot the ball defensively. He isn't there. Uh, he can give you a little bit uh, via rebounding, but overall, I, I think he's just a role player at best. Uh, Malik Beasley is an interesting prospect. Uh, he's going to be getting paid this upcoming summer. I think he's restricted, so they're going to have the rights on him. But with the Nuggets, they have such a long logjam when it comes to their players like the Nuggets from top to bottom have players that can get minutes in the NBA so it's not surprised to see them get rid of Beasley especially being that he's gonna have to get paid next year and I'm not sure how much he's worth but overall he's a solid player uh, he's gonna contribute to the Timberwolves and don't sleep on the Timberwolves I don't think they're done uh, we're gonna touch up we're gonna touch on them a little bit later in the podcast but yeah with this trade they don't have any point guards right now so wink wink uh denver nuggets they're getting gerald green gerald green from my understanding is still hurt so i'm not sure why they would pick him up uh they have houston's first round pick not sure what year that pick is or the protections kind of like what i said about the atlanta's first round pick all this news is still fresh still new I want to get this pod out to you guys as soon as I can. So all of those details aren't 
necessarily here for me to talk about yet but uh with nuggets getting that first round pick the nuggets have shown the ability to uh draft players from that uh middle to late first round pick and get quality players um their training staff is top notch uh they have a really good coach and yeah i'm not totally upset about this move but i don't think this move uh helps or hurts the nuggets uh in the short term or long term now after this commercial break i'm going to talk to you guys about a couple of things that i'm hearing around the rumor mill and we're going to go from there Welcome back, everybody. Now, I mentioned earlier about the Minnesota Timberwolves not really having a starting caliber point guard. Well, they have in the past, and they are currently being linked to D'Angelo Russell with the Golden State Warriors. Now, Golden State has come out publicly and said that they aren't necessarily interested in making a trade involving D'Angelo Russell anymore. Um... Going back to earlier today, I know that the Golden State Warriors, the Minnesota Timberwolves, and around two to three other teams were involved in a big, uh, a big circle uh, that was going to send players in numerous directions, uh, including D'Angelo Russell to Minnesota and Wiggins to Golden State to play with the Warriors. Now. I would love to see D'Angelo Russell play alongside uh, Carnthony Towns down in Minnesota. Um, I know those two are boys. Uh, really, the big trio is Carnthony Towns, D'Angelo Russell, and Devin Booker. They're all homeboys. Uh, it's very similar to LeBron, Chris Paul, Melo, and Dwayne Wade, except on a lesser scale, as in they're all extremely close. As a matter of fact, D'Angelo Russell was in Minnesota. Um, before he was uh, signed and traded to the Golden State Warriors. Um, They were hammering out details uh, to create a contract in D'Angelo Russell to go to Minnesota. But nevertheless, we know how that story uh, goes. D'Angelo Russell goes to Golden State and not Minnesota. Uh, Carlton Towns needs as much help as he can get because right now, Carthony Town hasn't won a game since the day before Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah, that's an extremely long time. Uh, long time ago. Carthony uh, Towns has voiced his frustrations, but at the same time, he has pledged his loyalty. But if things don't turn around, I expect to hear Carthony Town's name uh, in discussion to be traded within either next year or the year after. So the pressure is on the Minnesota Timberwolves front office to turn this team into a championship or held at least a playoff contending team. Because right now they are neither one that I mentioned uh, before. Now, as far as Wiggins going to Golden State, Wiggins is one of those players that I would love to see on a different team. I think that uh, things just aren't going to work out with him in Minnesota. Uh, Wiggins in Golden State isn't as bad as it sounds. Uh, I know he isn't able to shoot as well as Stephen Curry and Klay Thompson or really any league average 
a three-point shooter, but I think that he will be able to fit in that. Uh, think of Harrison Barnes from years ago when he was at Golden State. Uh, that twin position where he can play a three and a four for them. Uh, he'd be able to uh, play defense, uh, occasionally hit the corner three. And I think Wiggins has a solid bit of untouched potential. There, Jimmy Butler has been on his case about him not actually wanting to be successful, just going through the motions for him and Cat. But I think if he was to go to Golden State, uh, Curry, Clay, and the rest of them boys over there would push him to become the very best version of himself. <laughs> I mean, Draymond isn't going for that, so he would have to. And yeah, I think that that trade should be one that gets done. I know the holdup between those two teams making the trade was that Minnesota was looking for other teams that they can get first round draft picks from so that they can include it in the trade to try to get D'Lo. But like I mentioned before, Golden State Warriors are sort of backing off the idea of trading D'Lo, even though in my opinion, <laughs> you like that bar right there, even though D'Lo. <laughs> anyway, in my opinion, Curry, Clay, and D'Lo just aren't gonna mesh well. I mean, when a team is fully healthy, are you gonna have D'Lo come in as your sixth man, or are you gonna have him start at the two and slide Clay to the three? Now, Clay is a an amazing player. He's on his way to becoming a Hall of Fame type player, but I don't want Clay playing the three for me. He's made his name playing the two. Uh, you don't want to mess that up, you know. Clay's natural position is the two, so I would just trade D Low and try to get as many assets as I can. Right now, the Golden State Warriors' uh, salary cap situation is god awful. <laughs> I mean, they're full of really the team is just Curry, Clay, Draymond, and then the rest are like uh, league minimum guys because they can't afford to bring in any other guys. So. If you were to trade D'Lo and bring in like two to three solid players as well as draft picks, I think you're in a good position. So along with Wiggins and D'Lo's names in the trade mill, Aaron Gordon has been mentioned um, a good bit recently. Uh, Aaron Gordon is a 6'8", 6'9", power forward. Uh, he's a little bit too small to play the five, a um, little bit too big and slow on his feet to play three. Uh, for the Orlando Magic. Uh, he's another player I would love to see on, on a different team. I think he's uh, worn out his welcome on the Orlando Magic. Now, they are trending in an upward uh, trajectory, but at the same time, I don't have faith in the Magic being able to build a team that's going to the playoffs year after year and gradually achieving more success to eventually becoming a championship contending team. I would love to see Aaron Gordon on a team that's in the playoffs or, you know, some other uh, exciting team out there where he's able to show off his potential and his athletic ability because Aaron Gordon is a solid player. Uh, he doesn't really have much of a post game. I'll say that. And his defense is uh, pretty lackluster. Like I mentioned before, he he's pretty heavy foot, heavy feet, heavy on his feet. Excuse me. 
Uh, as far as the three-point shot, he has a little bit of one. He's very streaky when it comes to the three-point shot. But his ability to, um, you know, run up and down the floor uh, is is up there in terms of uh, players in the league. He's very effective. Uh, Tristan Thompson is another player that has been in the trade mill recently. I I want to say I don't expect him to be moved, but at the same time, a team might get desperate. The Cavaliers have been asking for high first-round draft picks for Tristan Thompson, and I don't think that he's worth a high draft pick. Yes, he's a solid player, but at the end of the day, he is small for his position, and he just isn't worth a first-round draft pick, even in this week draft class. I would give up maybe two second-round picks or a second in the player, you know? So we'll see if he gets moved, along with Kevin Love. Kevin Love is a solid player. A lot of teams would love to have him. <laughs> you know, uh, I wasn't trying to do that on purpose. Kevin Love, love to have him. But his contract is so huge, and he just isn't necessarily worth it. Uh, he's been linked to the Blazers, but the Blazers have been on one thanks to Damian Love putting on this MVP cape. Um, I, I don't see a way that Kevin Love gets dealt to any teams. I know the Clippers have sort of gauged his interest, but I don't know. I, I think Kevin Love ends up staying on the Cavaliers due to that contract. Another player that may end up staying on their team is Kyle Kuzma. Now, in terms of the Lakers uh, gathering more talent via trade, their only trading chip is Kyle Kuzma. Uh, he's a young forward. Um, I'd rather play him at the forward and the three. Uh, he has potential, you know. Uh, I could totally see the Lakers keeping Kyle Kuzma as he is their only, uh, you know, young player that's going to be here after LeBron ends up leaving uh, ad is going to be not necessarily young and i think kyle kuzma has you know some potential out there he's a scorer but at the same time i could see kyle kuzma getting dealt lebron is known for dealing younger players <laughs> during his championship runs so ain't no telling and i mean it's not necessarily a bad thing if kuzma is dealt uh, Kuzma has been linked to the New York Knicks in a trade involving Marcus Morris Sr. I think that trade would benefit both teams. Uh, Marcus Morris Sr. is an upgrade over Kuzma as of right now, even though Marcus Morris Sr. has mentioned that he wants to stay in New York. But I don't think he would be disappointed in possibly getting a ring this year playing alongside LeBron James and Anthony Davis. And as for Kuzma, he's going to a situation where the team is rebuilding. Um, although New York is a big market and the light is shining down on him, it's not as bright as it is on the Lakers. So I feel like he'll be able to contribute and grow his game alongside RJ. Now, I think the Knicks would have to make a couple of more moves because he is, like I said, a forward and his best position is power forward to be exact and the Knicks are just log jammed with power forwards I don't know what they were thinking this past free agency so 
they would have to trade like a Julius Randle or a Taj Gibson in order to make up more room for Kyle Kuzma to develop a little bit. So we'll see if that trade ends up happening. More than likely, it will not. Uh, Levine, uh, teams were calling about him, but the Bulls have made him untouchable. So we're going to leave that uh, as it is. Drew Holiday is probably the hottest name uh, on the trade market right now. Uh, David Griffin hasn't given any indication that he's willing to trade Drew Holiday, but numerous teams have been uh, gauging his his interest in trading Drew Holiday. Um, I've seen numerous packages from numerous teams involving Drew Holiday. Um, I'll just name a few. Uh, Drew Holiday to the Heat for Tyler Harrow, Justice Winslow, and Picks. Uh, Drew Holiday to the Nuggets for Gary Harris, uh, insert player B and picks. Um, yeah, just pretty much any team that's in the playoff race right now, uh, there's a package involving Drew Holiday that they're willing to send out there. The question is, will David Griffin uh, crack and trade Drew Holiday? Like I mentioned before, there's no indication that he will. I personally think that he should keep Drew Holiday as of right now, maybe see what it's like uh, during draft time. But if he were to keep Drew Holiday past the draft and you know bring him back next season, I think that would be a great move as well. I mean, Zion is the franchise building block along with Ingram. Ingram has proven that he's figuring things out this season. He's an all-star. But Zion is a rookie right now. So next season, he's going to have all his experience from this season. He's going to be able to build off of that. He's going to have all of the offseason to, you know, get his body right, uh, watch film, stuff like that. So he's going to be in, in a great space. So I think Drew's going to be able to just fit right in, even though it's going to be, you know, one year left on his deal, meaning that he might become a free agent the year after if he declines his player option. But I say why not keep Drew unless a package comes out of nowhere and just, you know, blows everything out the water. Then, yeah, I mean, trade Drew. It is what it is. It, it is what it is. Excuse me. <laughs> at the end of the day, so you know, business is is a business. Um, another name that's out there is pretty shocking. Is Terry Rozier, uh, the former Celtic, current Hornet, just signed that massive contract this past offseason. He's been linked to the New York Knicks um, in exchange for Dennis Smith. That's a solid trade if I'm the Hornets. I'd rather have Dennis Smith than Terry Rozier. I know Dennis Smith has been disappointing, but I think he's a better player than Terry Rozier. <laughs> so we're going to see if that's an actual trade or if that's just speculation. You know, around this time, there's everybody throwing around sources and sources and sources. <laughs> Meanwhile, the sources beat themselves, you know, playing with the trade machine, tossing stuff out. So, I'm not sure if that's a real trade uh, rumor that's out there or if that's just somebody playing on Twitter with the trade machine. So, I mentioned the Knicks earlier. The Knicks actually fired uh, their GM, Steve Mills, which, uh, at, at the end of the day, it doesn't really mean anything because James Dolan is the owner, the worst owner in the NBA the Knicks will never be anything in this league until they fire James Dolan. He is single-handedly ruining the Knicks 
from being one of the top teams year in and year out. Okay, no free agent is going to the Knicks because of James Dolan. James Dolan is an owner that's out here arguing with fans in the stands, saying that the Knicks suck, or saying, or really just booing James Dolan. He's out here kicking kids out of stadiums because they are booing because the team is trash. What team empowers their GM to the point where the GM goes out and signs four power fours? Albeit they're not terrible contracts, uh, a lot of them are two-year deals. So they're going to be in the play for Giannis, but Giannis is not going to the Knicks. Point blank, period. James Dolan is the owner. Uh, KD in a podcast not too long ago said that, that the Knicks weren't even an option when he was uh, thinking about teams to go for free agency because one, James Dolan is the owner, and two, the Knicks haven't been cool in a long time. The Knicks have one nice year in the past decade, and that was the year when they had Melo, JR, uh, and all the boys over there. Other than that, the Knicks have been just not a destination for people to go to. And it all points back to James Dolan. Okay, it's not like the Knicks have had bad GMs. They've had solid GMs, but James Dolan is holding them back. Okay? The Knicks, mark my words, will not win a championship until James Dolan is gone. And that's not even a hot take if you really know basketball. But let me get off my soapbox, uh, wrap things up. Feel free to follow me on all social media platforms in order to keep up with NBA updates. I talk about basketball 24-7 on my social medias. Now, you can follow me at The Postfade Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, etc. Uh, please like, subscribe. Uh, share this podcast with all your friends on whatever you know podcasting platform that you're listening on let's grow this community you know let's let's get the ball rolling guys all right and on that note i'm gonna close this podcast out i'll catch you guys later peace